तपकथाम कविपीड़ कलमशापम श्रवणमंगल श्रीमदत भुवि गृहती द नेक्टर ऑफ द वर्ल्ड्स इज द लाइफ फॉर दोज हुर स्कॉर्स बाय द वर्ल्ड द वर्ड्स विच एव बीन अटर्ड बाय द नोर्स ऑफ ट्रूथ हुच वाइफ आउट सिंस द वेरी हियरिंग ऑफ हुच इज बेनिफिशियल हुच इज ब्यूटिफुल प्लीजिंग टू द इयर्स प्लीजिंग टू द हार्ट्स हुच आर इनएक्सॉस्टेबल दोज हु रिकमेंड देन ऑन द अर्थ और द गिवर्स ऑफ प्लेंटी ओम शांति ही शांति ही शांति पीस 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 पेंट वर्ल्ड last three saturdays i talked to you about shami bishuddhanand's spiritual talks today i shall tell you something different last 10 days i spent to go through a diary of Swami Asheshananda a disciple of holy mother and he was the head of portland center the swami was born in 1900 and passed away in 19 96 He was a student of St Paul's College Calcutta and had initiation from Holy Mother in 1917 He was in college Then in 1921 he joined the monastery and became an assistant to Swami Sharadananda who was the general secretary of the Ramakrishna order and a direct disciple of Sri Ramakrishna and he wrote that Sri Ramakrishna and his divine play a great swami in 1922 he was initiated into brahmacharya first monastic vow from Swami Brahmananda and in 23 swami sharadananda gave him sannyas monastic vows and his name became asheshananda from 1922 to 1927 he lived in udbodhan and served golapma joginma who were attendants of holy mother and from then on he started to write his diary the pages of the diary of course when i came in this country in 1973 i visited portland and swami gave his diary to me 
तीस मार्च दिट पीपर वॉज नॉट वेरी बैड इज बिकेम येलो एंड ब्रिटल देन आई जीरोक्स थम ऑफ दिस पेजेस एंड आई हास्ट वन वुमन जबोची इन सेंट लुइज टू कॉपी फॉर मी शी कॉपीड Then in 1984, Swami Asishananda came to Saint Louis, and I asked him about diary. So he explained how he wrote it. Then all these years, those diaries were under my dresser. So this time, I brought with me three days. I only read three days. I selected what the portion which I shall copy, which will be printed, which can be go to, which can go to in the public domain. That I did. It took me, I think, eleven or twelve days to write these thirty-one pages, which I am going to tell you. It is in Bengali. some new information we find in this diary i made some some sub sections so that it is it is all scattered everywhere but i organized them so that it can be understandable sometimes diary is very difficult to sometimes sentences are not complete you will have to supply words you will have to make the sentence complete sometimes date year are not right sometimes he put 9 june he did not put the year so i had to do research what which year he it was You see, if you want to write or edit anything, you must remember three things: where, when, and who. Who is speaking? When he is speaking? And where he is speaking? These three things are vital. Otherwise, you cannot take your audience to that spot. It is extremely important. The moment who is who is who said this, when, and where. that is the editorial skill those who are good writers they always remember these three things when where who that i have to do this incident he heard from some some is from joginma joginma and gulapma Our holy mother's attendants. Shami Jogananda was practicing austerity in Brindavan. Sometimes he went without food, lying down under the trees or the sandbank of the Jamuna. He was emaciated. Sri Ramakrishna's direct disciple and holy mother's first disciple, holy. Sri Ramakrishna appeared before Holy Mother and said, "Initiate him." I do not talk to him. 
No, 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 you initiate him. Three days Sri Ramakrishna appeared before Holy Mother, then he, she initiated him. So seeing his austerities, Yoginma says, it is hard to see that a person is suffering so much. She, he should return home. He was coming from a very aristocratic family. Or he should return to the monastery. I cannot bear this kind of austerity. Swami Yogananda heard about it. He said to Gulapma, why is she bothering and telling these things to Holy Mother? I want to practice austerity. Holy Mother, he was the first attendant of Holy Mother. Sri Ramakrishna told him, be a devotee but don't be foolish. He saved little, little, if anybody would give any coin, he would save. And he saved 300 rupees for mother, if she wants to go for pilgrimage. Then he told Holy Mother, Mother, Sri Ramakrishna trained some men, devotees, why don't you train some women? He was married. And after marriage he was reluctant to see Sri Ramakrishna. Sri Ramakrishna <coughs> made a clue so that he could bring and visit him in Dokshineshwar. And he was thinking my, his mother forced him to get married. I have no hope. So, so when he, Sri Ramakrishna, when he came to Dokshineshwar, Kali temple, his home was also in Dokshineshwar. Marriage, what is wrong? If you have devotion for this place, if you marry thousand girls, nothing will happen to you. If you want to realize God without wife, I can do that. And if you want to realize God with wife, that also I can do. Only an avatar can speak that way. Bring your wife one day. Thus, he brought his wife. Sri Ramakrishna took them in the mother's temple. Sri Ramakrishna touched his body. And he, I do not know what he did to his wife. That wife became a nun. <laughs> and this Yogananda, Shami, Vivekananda and Swami Sharadananda mentioned, says, we have never seen anybody in our life who conquered last forever. That was Yogin. He was a married man. Sri Ramakrishna took away last from his mind forever. His heart, Sri Ram, Holy Mother. This incident that one day Swami Yogananda used to go for shopping in Baranagar. The Holy Mother was staying in Nilambar Babu's garden house. Seventy, fifty dollars rent per month. Girish Ghosh used to pay for it. So one day Yogananda and 
Sharadananda were carrying groceries, food from the other side of the Ganges, and the boat was hit by a steamer. And the boat was about to sink, and Holy Mother saw from the roof, and praying to Sri Ramakrishna, Master, save them, save them, save them. And the boat was saved. Yogananda died in 1899. He was the first disciple died. Story of Golapma. The Swami says, I was so fortunate, blessed to serve these women, devotees of Sri Ramakrishna. These women served Holy Mother 34 years. And he was very happy that he could serve her. Golapma told this young Brahmachari, never say that you have conquered last. You will more, it will attack you more. Never be proud. Remember Sri Ramakrishna. He or she went through various kinds of ordeals. Daughter died, grief-stricken, came to Sri Ramakrishna. <coughs> Sri Ramakrishna took away the grief from her mind forever. You know, that is the power of the avatar. He took away the grief and he took this woman and to introduce Holy Mother. This woman, this Bamni, this Brahmin girl will stay with you all through your life. Feed her. You see, when you have too much grief, at that time, if you eat, your grief will just subside. Then, Swami Rita Nanda's reminiscences about mother. You know, it's strange when I was writing these things. This Swami, it was in 1964. I was a Brahmachari. I went to Ramakrishna Mission Seva Pratishtan Hospital. I just entered and they brought his dead body from the upstairs to the downstairs. I saw his dead body. Hey, Gogon Maharaj. It is Gogon Maharaj who was behind the marvelous statue of Jarambati. Holy Mother's disciple. He was a little boy in school. When mother was in bullock cart, he was watching. You see, mother will have to come 28 miles from Vishnupur to Jarambati by bullock cart. It is nearly 10 hours journey. 8 to 10, 9, 8 to 10 hours. And who is this boy? Why is he so intently watching me? He must have some good samaskaras. So, mother selected this boy. He was a school boy. So, from Kotalpur to Jarambati, nearly eight, nine miles, this boy used to carry groceries, vegetables for mother, walking nine miles, ten miles. 
he was telling in Banaras that how he got opportunity to serve Holy Mother. Then he said, I was once sick. Mother heard about my sickness and she dictated letter to Radhu inquiring about me. And Swami Sarudaranda used to send some pomegranates, some fruits for me, 60 miles away in a village. That when Holy Mother returned to Jayarambati, Aha, Gogon, my, my child, Gogon, you have so lean and thin. I worried about you so much. Then mother fed her, fed him, and sometimes took some food from his heart plate and gave to her. Well, I used to see mother later, she did not have good teeth, you see. So what she would do, she would take some pap rice and put in the corner of the cloth. And then with a pestle, he used to heat them. So that pap rice, crispy pap rice will be like powder. That powdered pap rice she will mix with a little salt, a little oil and a little chili. That she used to eat. That is her breakfast. Then you say, that is the way she used to take her breakfast. You know, when we get all these fasting informations, we can visualize mother's daily life. When mother's book will come, you will see it. Hopefully before summer, this book will be out. Mother could not bear anybody's suffering, pain. It so happened in a nearby village, a woman, pregnant woman, was arrested by the British. Name of that woman was Shindubala. There are two Shindubalas in that village. They thought that this woman is connected with the revolutionary movement. So the police forced her to walk quite a distance and took her to the hospital, to the police station. When Holy Mother heard about it, she cried and she said, is it the, <coughs> is it the, when the Queen Victoria was then the Queen of England, is it the Queen Victoria's rule that this woman should be suffered and tortured in this way? then this government will not last long. That was Holy Mother's. So we see that, you know, we, we, we seldom we wish to give any sad news to the mother, otherwise she wouldn't be able to sleep. <coughs> she had so much deep feeling for others. She used to say it is easy to go to Banaras and Brindan, Banaras and Goya, the other holy places, because there is train. But how difficult it is to come to Jairambati. Plus sometimes people would come and cry for initiation. Despite her illness, her malaria fever with shivering, she used to give initiation. Believe, 
I remember in Jogodamba Ashrama, Thast Hut, we had to repair mud wall. During rainy season, the wall fell. Floor mud, thick mud wall, one room, one door, one window, and Thast Hut. Room is very dark. That was her room, both in Kamarpukur and Jarambaji. So, the mud wall collapsed and the mason was stopped, was <laughs> was covered with mud. She was telling that how much we used to struggle to keep mother in village. She loved her village because there she had freedom. In Calcutta, she was honest, you know. She had no free movement, she cannot move and she can she was a village girl, she loves her village. Well, Gogan Maharaj gave, told this story. One day I was eating pap rice, sitting near mother. A beggar came and asked something. Mother made a comment. You know, I am working, working, working with thousands of hands. Then he says, what did I say, thousands of hands? I have only two hands. That means I am that cosmic mother, thousands of hands. I went, we went in Howrah, there is a Kali temple, thousand-handed Kali. Then I, have, I told you, I have never heard about it. Then the priest showed me from the Chondi, there is a mantra that I have thousand hands. When mother would come to Calcutta from Kualpara and Yujarambati, she used to always <coughs> tell the villagers, I shall be back again. But last time, she never said that. <coughs> one day, one of her disciples took a vow that when I offer food to the mother, does she really eat or not? So she kept the food and decided that I shall not eat any food if they do not take. Waited, waited, at two o'clock he found that the light came from Sri Ramakrishna's and Holy Mother's pictures and touched the food. Then she realized, he realized that they really take food. Udbodhan and Jarambati, 1923, question. Does God listen to our prayers? This is the question. Sharadananda replied, of course he does. But he does not fulfill all of our prayers. When a person with delirium demand some food or does doctor give that food? No. God fulfills those prayers which are good for the devotee. 
then Sharadan and the Sejis is just like Holy Siram Krishna Jabishan in Kashipur. He saw a, a little boy had two gold coins. And some people are asking, could you give me, could you give me? He won't give. And somebody who did not ask, he will give to them. So God's nature is like that. Those who want, they will not get. Those who will do not want, they get. There is no hard and fast rule of this prayer. I sometimes give an illustration, which is in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Onno kami kore jodi Krishna ro bhajan. Mane, if somebody asks Krishna for something which they want to fulfill their desires, Krishna does not fulfill those desires. He knows that, that those objects he is looking for, asking for, are like poison. So he gives which is good for the Jabuti. If you go to a doctor and say, could you give me potassium cyanide? They will say, this fellow is going to commit suicide. He will not give. So God also gives those things which are right for us. It was 1923, the Jaramati Temple dedication ceremony. Swami Shadadaranda was preparing himself to go. Well, I asked him, I watched him. He entered his Holy Mother's shrine in, in Udbodhan and stood in front of the picture of the Mother for a long time. Then he touched mother's feet, that footprint, and bed, and touched on his head. Then he bowed down to Jagadhatri. Then he said, he, then he went to Jayarambati. It was a nearly one week, big festival. Then Swami mentioned, The Divine Mother played His Divine play in this village. It is not a ordinary. It is not an ordinary place. Then Joginma was there. She said, "I saw people come from long distance, and Mother would initiate them. How can I return them?" Shami Sharadananda said, "That is my attitude also. Whoever approached me." approaches me for initiation, I initiate them. Swami writes that on the <coughs> festival day I went to pick flowers from the village and there was initiation from 8 to 2 o'clock. Swami Sharadananda was not well. He has he has arthritis, lumbago, but he has no body idea. His attitude, let my body go, I must work for the mother. Swami Bhumananda said, he is just like Holy Mother, Mother's love manifested in her, in him. 
Sometimes people from distant villages would come to see him. Then Swami recorded Swami Okhandananda. Swami Okhandananda was killing about Swami Vivekananda's death. I used to, he, he used to look after orphanage. He is the person, first person who started the relief work on behalf of the Ramakrishna Mission in 1897 in Murshidabad, 110 miles from Calcutta. Swamiji quite often used to tell me, I shall not live long. My father was on a short longevity. I also will die very soon. I was very fond of Swamiji. I always wanted to stay near him. I used to buy a return ticket from Sargasi and stayed with him for a week. Then one day he said, do you think I shall die like a you know, ordinary person, I shall die like a hero. The day he died, he asked Swami Shuddhananda, bring some Jojur Veda. And there he asked to read that mantra, that how a yogi gives up his body, putting his mind through the Shushumna channel and goes through the crown chakra. Read that thing for me. Then he gave a long discourse on that. He said, from this Vedic mantra, the short chakra of the tantra came from this idea. Then he wanted to worship Mother Kali on that night. 4th of July, 1902, Shamaji died. Morning he meditated. Again, 8 o'clock he went to the shrine after breakfast. Closed the door. Meditated till 11 o'clock, three hours. Then he dusted Sri Ramakrishna's bed, shrine room. Then he sang a song, Kalok, Shama Maki Amar Kalore, Kalorupe Digambari Rit Paddokare Alore. That song he sang in the shrine. Then he came down and paced in the courtyard. And then he said, if there were another Vivekananda, he would know what this Vivekananda had done. Then he was chatting. He was well. 
and that day they got a shad fish, very fancy delicacy, Bengali delicacy, Elish match. So he had a good lunch. He went to take his rest. At one thirty, he got up. He could not get rest. Then he saw some monks are sleeping. He scolded them. Have you come here to sleep? Did I make the monastery for sleeping? Get up! Come, I shall give you a class. He explained Sanskrit grammar for three hours. He said, my, I meditated too much, my head is too, ho too hot today. So he gave a class. Then four o'clock he went for a walk with Premananda up to GT Road, Grand Trunk Road, nearly a mile. Then he was telling that, you know, one day there will be university here. One day we should open a Vedic Vidyalaya, Vedic knowledge, Vedic school. Well, what good will it do? Premananda asked, at least it will destroy the superstition. We have now Vedic Vidyalaya, we have now the university, the place Swamiji pointed out. It now came into existence after one more than hundred years after. He was a rishi, what comes from his lips it will be fulfilled. Then he came back, sat on a bench under the mango tree and asked, hey, could you give me a cup of tea? He drank a cup of tea, went to his room. He asked his attendant, go to the other room, I shall meditate now. What he said, wait and meditate till I call you. He meditated. At nine o'clock. On the floor. And all of a sudden he lay down, called him, fan me. So the brahmachari was fanning him. No electricity. July, hot, humid in Calcutta. He was fanning. Then he lay down. Oof! Like a child's oof voice came out. Then he kept, he released two deep breaths, passed away. That he said. Then Shami Advaitananda came and tried to check the pulse, could not see the pulse. He cried out, bring the doctor. Doctor came at 12 o'clock. Shamaji died at 9.10. The doctor came the other side of the Ganges and found passed away. So that story he told. <coughs> then the Swami, it was 13 July 1924, Sunday, Ramlal. Sri Ramakrishna's nephew came to Udbodhan, had prasad, and told this story. Sometimes in the morning, uncle, I would go with uncle for walk. Hey, take a knife. Cut that twig. Then he will chew it and brush his teeth with the twig. Sri Ramakrishna. 
nor toothpaste and brush. <laughs> then he will go up to Beachy Road, Barakpur Trunk Road. Do you see this road? Wide, straight. <coughs> this should be the heart of a monk. Simple, straight, no crookedness and broad. That should be heart of a monk. He said. Then from a distance you can see the pinnacle, the top of the Kali temple. It has all carvings and all the architectural design. Then Thakur said to Ramlal, Ramlal, did you see? This temple is holding the Divine Mother inside, so the temple is so happy, the temple is getting goosebumps <laughs> out of joy. Then he will come to Holy Mother and say, now give us some breakfast. So she will give some pap rice and some fried grams and some oil and with chili. Say, now Krishna's breakfast. Mahapurush Maharaj in Benaras, Shami Sivananda. Maharaj, could you teach us how to meditate? There cannot be a general instruction for meditation. It differs from person to pray, person. But one should cultivate a mood. Sometimes think that I am the servant. Sometimes one can think that I am a child. God is my mother. A Ram Prasad Sri Ram Krishna cried, <coughs> developing that attitude. We am the child. I am a child. Always try to cultivate some kind of mood, you know. Sometimes I ask people, before you start meditation, read something. Gospel or spiritual instructions of Brahmananda or Turiyananda's letters, so you will get some mood. I remember I asked one of our Swami, my mentor, Swami, how do you start your meditation? Before I see it, I read four verses of Bibiko Churamuni, Christ Jewel of Discrimination. That helps me to chop up the outside world. You see, these monks, they know how to practice. Practice and non-attachment, these are the two things to bring the mind under control. The more your mind will be attached to God, the more it will get peace and bliss. And you will feel the light, consciousness. If you put oil without any break, continuous flow of oil toward the pot, similarly, unbroken, un Continuous thought of the chosen deity is called meditation. Then meditation also, there is various kinds of meditations. Meditation is higher than japam, 
But sometimes when you repeat mantra, maybe Japam will stop if your mind is <coughs> connected with your chosen deity. Some people take some verses of the Gita, Upanishad or some hymns and they try to see new light. Do you want to know what is the result of Japam and meditation? Pranta halka hai. The mind becomes light. Most of the people's mind is heavy with worldly desires. Second, ridai shorosh hai. This heart becomes very soft. Hardness, cruelty goes away. Ananda hai, bhakti lab hai. If you meditate, you will get bliss, you will get devotion. Bhakti ba premishar. All these spiritual disciplines only to, to create bhakti, devotion. A devotion will take you to the Lord. The sign of a real holy person. Seeing a person, you feel some kind of spiritual awakening. That person is a real sadhu. Chaitanya Dev said that. Sometimes people think that the work we are doing, it is not Sri Ramakrishna's work. We are misusing time. It is better to practice japa and meditation and study. No, 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 no. They, you people do not know. That is not the, should be the attitude. Work is chitta shuddhartam, Shankara says. Unselfish action will purify your mind. And the pure mind becomes one-pointed. And the one-pointed mind goes to God. That is the reason we work. Impure mind full of desires and doubts, crookedness, shrewdness, soggy, worldly, day and night thinking worldly things. Swami Shivananda is giving instructions to the monks about his spiritual life. Work. Sometimes you may get awakening. Maharaj, why do you not get bhakti, devotion? Mahapurush Maharaj, Shami Shivananda. Grace. Without his grace, one cannot achieve anything. Cry to Sri Ramakrishna. Pray to him. He will remove all the knots of your hearts. It is not a small thing that Sri Ramakrishna came as an avatar and we came in contact with him and to he took our responsibility. Is it so easy to... Avatar does not born quickly or anywhere. Who has the great opportunity to watch and to understand his divine play? And he is telling that blessed we are that we got a chance to 
लीबू श्री रामकृष्ण श्री रामकृष्ण सिक्सटीन डिसाइपल्स श्री रामकृष्ण फोर्थ डिसाइपल्स आर मैरिड अद्वैतानंद वॉज मैरिज हिज वाइफ जायज केम टू श्री रामकृष्ण इन ओल्ड एज ही वॉज ओल्डर देन श्री रामकृष्ण एट ईयर्स ओल्डर स्वामी शिवानंद वॉज मैरिज स्वामी ब्रह्मानंद वॉज मैरिज स्वामी जोगानंद वॉज मैरिज श्री रामकृष्ण जमन स्ट्रेच है माजी साहब सर मैरिज धनवर अब्रमन ईश्वर को उठी श्री रामकृष्ण कैन डू एनीथिंग ही वॉन्ट्स टू स्वामी जगदानंद वॉज थेलिंग यू नो समटाइम्स ई गॉड स्पिरिचुअल लाइफ वी अंडरस्टैंड इंटेलेक्चुअली बट वी डू नॉट गेट would you not understand many would you not experience it intellectual understanding and experience are not the same shami atmananda shukul maharaj was telling you know babra maharaj sometimes used to watch the sri ramakrishna is walking on the veranda for the reason he was become angry if somebody speech anywhere in the in the courtyard or any place are ramkrishna walks there some people have we have it to speech here and there he would be very angry there is one chapter you will find in the divine play volume 3 chapter 2 name of the chapter is bhav darshan samadhi ecstasy vision and samadhi if you read that chapter you will really understand what is called a spiritual experience swami discussed that chapter with the monks here He was talking about Shri Ramakrishna's nirbikalpa samadhi. Doctor put this stethoscope on his heart, couldn't find the heartbeat, no pulse. Apparently, this person is dead, but again he comes back. Then he mentioned the sign of a dead person. The sign of a dead person is his body is will be very heavy. Second. no heat very cold third if you cut there will be no bleeding that means that person is dead only a specialist doctor they can declare that this person is dead but no specialist could ascertain sri ramakrishna samadhi it is beyond medical science modern science cannot explain it
then Swami mentioned that how one can how can one inspire another person? Your mind, your speech, and your action. If they coincide, then your words will bring tremendous power, and that power can inspire others. Your speech, your mind, and your hand, action, all three are united. Then you know this is a genuine person. And when he speaks, it goes like a bullet. Swamiji's. His words are so powerful. If you read his words, the complete words or his letters, you can feel it. Because those words coming from his own experience. Then Sharadananda, it is 20th July 1922. Swami Sharadananda was telling, you know, if you want to meditate, you need a little bit of imagination. Imagination becomes realization. Those who are neti margo, not this, not this, they go for path of rationality. They are different. For the reason in our scripture we have manush puja, mental worship. God listens to our <coughs> yearning, longing, our prayer. When a poet out of inspiration writes a poem, is it not it is not a lie? It is not untrue. The rishis through their imagination. They, you see, if the mind is pure, the imagination becomes pure. Then he talked about Bhuta Shuddhi, Kunjalini, Jagaran. These things are not false. The rishis experienced it. They saw it. Then Swami said that, you know, in the spiritual life, I tell you one thing. <coughs> if you really want to experience, you must Connect your heart and head. Here, most of the people try to understand God through brain. It doesn't work that way. Heart and brain should be combined. Swamiji says, intellect is just like a sweeper. It sweeps. It clears the path. And it is the heart which moves. Motion comes from the heart. Those who do not have heart, they are callous, very selfish. They only love themselves. Twenty-first July, nineteen twenty-two. You know, Sharadananda said, Swamiji used to say, "It is you know one can understand the knowledge of Brahman, but it is very difficult to understand the play of avatar." Then Swami talked about Vedanta Rodhikari, who is a good student of Vedanta. You need four qualifications to become a student of Vedanta. 
Adau nitta nitta vastu viveka. In the beginning, first you must learn discrimination between what is real, what is unreal. Second, iha mutra phala bhoga virago. You must have the knowledge of detachment. I do not want these worldly or celestial enjoyments. Third, samadamadi shatka sampati, samadama upurati titiksha samadhan shraddha. You must have some spiritual treasures. Controlling inner control of the mind, controlling the sense organs, forbearance, self-centeredness, and shraddha, faith. And fourth, mumukshattam, burning desire for liberation. Swami says, you know, I joined Brahma Samaj. We had no faith in Hindu gods and goddesses. But now, after coming in contact with Sri Ramakrishna, I believe all gods and goddesses. Then Swami asked Swami, Asheshananda, why did you leave home? What for? You did not leave home for the 33 million gods and goddesses of the Hindus. You were a disciple of Holy Mother. You love Mother. You love Sri Ramakrishna's ideal. That is the reason you have left home. Then one Swami, Bilash Maharaj, he says, but it is in the Tantra scripture that if God is, Shiva is angry, Guru will protect you. If Guru is angry, nobody can protect you. So never make the Guru angry. <laughs> Sri Ramakrishna told one devotee, he was very rude to a monk. Listen, I caution you. Never make angry these three persons. Nodi, river, snake and a monk. <laughs> Never make them angry. If you make snake angry, you will bite you. Poison you. And river. If you make a river angry, it will take away your home. <laughs> and, if, yeah. and monk, if you try to do any harm to the monk, it will be boomerang to you. He may not react or he may curse. A bad monk will curse you. <laughs> But a good monk will not curse you, but God will punish you if you try to disturb any monk's life. Holy Mother cautioned the devotees. 
Then Swami <coughs> explained the aruti we do here. I told you in Kali Puja several times what aruti means. First we wave light. Then we wave a conch with water. Third we wave a cloth. Fourth we wave a flower. Fifth we wave the fan. These five items represent five Buddha's elements. Light represents light, fire, conch water represents water, cloth represents space, flower represents earth fragrance no flower yes and fifth fan represents air this whole universe created was created from these five elements so god we gave these things to us we return back to you that is aruti <coughs> then he talked about balaram babu he was such a great devotee you know but all through his life he suffered from dyspepsia Stomach, he, 12 years he only ate barley water and milk. Then he said to me and his brother that in previous life Parasu did not feed anybody, so this life we shall feed everybody. So everybody, Balaram's house, Sri Ramakrishna's disciples, everybody will come, they will feed. So in Puri, whoever comes, they will feed. So that in next life we shall be able to eat some food. Then Sharadananda gave this story of Swamiji. You know, one day at night, in the evening, we found some dead trees and some dead branches and leaves in the Kashibur garden house. So Swamiji said, gather them together and we shall set fire and burn all of our desires in that fire. So I, we collected all those woods and set fire and we sat around and we are burning all of our desires. So, ah, so, ah, Bajananda does the worship, you know, which is called Home of Fire, burning all desires. So, we did it. Next day, Swamiji went to Calcutta University to pay his fee for the law examination. He went from the counter, he was thinking, last night I burned all my desires. What am I doing? He left. He did not pay, he did not pay for the fee for the law examination. So that he will not have to appear. So he came to Girish's house and said, No, I must go to the master with bare footage. He came to Kashipur. Sir, do something for me. What do you want? Nirbhikalpa Samadhi. You first go and take care of your family. They are not have they have no food. So he borrowed some money from him and told his mother, next three months don't disturb me. 
came that evening he had nirvigalpa samadhi the highest vedantic experience Shukul Maharaj was asking, some people take the mantra without knowing its meaning and without knowing the inner purpose of this mantra. Does it have any result? Some people, is mantra has any power? That is the question. Has it any power? Or the person who gives the mantra, he transmits power, which is correct. Sharadan, the both. I saw Thakur, we saw Thakur in both ways. If you give the mantra indiscriminately to the people, there will be some result. Some people, without knowing, repeat the mantra, get some result. Knowingly, unknowingly, if you bite the chili, your tongue will burn. Willingly or unwillingly, somebody push you into the water, your body will get wet. Even in the scripture, it says, on the atur, if people at the time of death, they take shanash, taking the mantra. That means, I am purifying myself with the mantra. Mantra has a tremendous purifying power. Then Swami mentioned, Swami Nikhilananda asked, I said, Gopalirma, Japat Shiddhi, attain perfection, repeating the mantra. Is it true? Of course, that is true. But not only Japam, Meditation also continued with him. He was com- she was completely absorbed. This woman repeated mantra for 30 years, 16 hours a day. 16 hours a day for 30 years, Gopadarma repeated mantra and had the vision of baby Gopala, Krishna. I had an opportunity in 1970 to go to her room and take photographs. After that, that building was demolished. You will find with Ramakrishna's divine play, that picture is there. I said, how did Sri Ramakrishna give Shannas? Well, Sri Ramakrishna gave a okar cloth and took the Rudraksha, the rosary, and sanctified it, repeated the mantra and gave to his disciple. That is a Shannas. But did she, before you take Shannas, you are supposed to perform some kind of rituals. But did he, did he arrange any rituals? And said, no. That is for ordinary. Sri Ramakrishna can do anything.
Sharadananda talked quite a bit about Holy Mother. You see, according to our tradition, a Hindu widow is supposed to use white cloth, no jewelry, shave head. You will lead life like a nun, brahmacharini. One marriage, no more. You are a widow. So, Sri Ramakrishna, Holy Mother, Sri Ramakrishna passed away, Holy Mother, according to tradition, was removed, trying to remove the bangle. Sri Ramakrishna came and stopped her. Am I dead? I'm just from one room to the other room. Then she kept all through her life a small red bordered cloth, <coughs> jewelry, and she did not shave her head. She had long, beautiful hair, heavy hair, all through her life. But when she went to Kamarpukur and Jarambachi, sometimes people would criticize. She tried to remove against Sri Ramakrishna appeared. No, 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 you don't do that. Then Sri Ramakrishna said, oh, Gauri will tell you. So Gauri Ma came and explained, Mother, your husband is God and God does not die. Ordinary mortal human beings die. Your husband is Chinmoy, pure consciousness, deathless. So do not remove the bangles. So after that, she never removed, tried to remove the bangle. Swami Nikhilananda. Rajbihari Maharaj, Arupananda says that Sri Ramakrishna promised to Holy Mother that those who will take initiation from her, Sri Ramakrishna will come to take those people holding their hands. Is it true? Swami Sharadananda. I have never heard that, but it is possible. Is Sri Ramakrishna and Holy Mother different? Sri Ramakrishna said that those who call on me, I shall come at the time of their death. Then Swami Sharadananda told the story of an American woman whom he met in Montclair in New Jersey. Her name was Mrs. Wheeler. She had typhoid. And she found an Indian yogi was seated at her bed and was caressing her head. And she became cured. From then on, whenever she heard that some Indian came to Cal Banner, sorry, in New York, she would go and rush and see. But she never got that person whom he saw, she saw during her dream. The one day Sharadananda was giving a class and she was a little hard, hard, hard of hearing. He, she used to sit in the front of the of the of the of the of the of the hall. So one day after lecturing Sharadananda showed the picture of Sri Ramakrishna. Immediately she said, That is the person I saw in my dream. Well before Sri Ramakrishna before Swamiji came to America, Sri Ramakrishna already visited. 
Sri Ramakrishna told you, I think most probably in 1884 or 85, Sri Ramakrishna, Holy Mother came to Sri Ramakrishna's room and found Master was in Samadhi. Mother waited, 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 then Sri Ramakrishna came down from Samadhi and said, you know, I went to a very, very distant country. I saw some people, their complexion is white, blue eyes, golden hair. They are good devotees. You see? They are great devotees, Sri Ramakrishna said. This he mentioned again in Kashipur. Sharadananda said, Tadar rong shada, chok neel, chul shonali. That is Sri Ramakrishna's words. Tara boro bhakto, they are good devotees. Sharad Maharaj, Kirpaki kokon nijoguni hai gunde. Mani grace. Is there any condition of the grace? There is no condition. Stay in the gate of your guru like a faithful dog. The master knows when to feed the dog. If you stay, you will be you will not be disappointed. You will get food. Sharadananda says, Swamiji is an incarnation of Nara. Nara and Narayan, these two rishis, practice austerity in Vadurikashrama to do good to humanity. Without Nara, we cannot understand Narayana, Arjuna and Krishna, Nityananda and Chaitanya, Vivekananda and Sri Ramakrishna. Without Vivekananda, we do not understand Ramakrishna. That he was talking about. <coughs> Swami Brahmananda used to say, when you meditate, Try to meditate the smiling, joyful face of your Ishta, chosen deity. Otherwise it will be dry meditation. Whether you are getting good meditation or not, your face will tell us. It will be very calm, serene, joyful. No rudeness will, not, will be in your face. When you start your meditation, start from the feet to the head, not from head to the feet. <coughs> Bas, up to this tonight. I just give you some brief description of 31 pages of Swami Asheshananda's diary. It was there for my many years in my <laughs> closet. I thought, well, <coughs> let me finish it so that I will not have to think of it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> These are the right road, you know. Thirty-one pages. It took me to read which shall I take, which shall I not take. There are so many things to write. I took it, these things will help the people. Some are very personal.
All right, as today's Valentine's Day, yeah. there is too much crowd in Laguna. Yeah. It took a long time. So everybody said hours to come. In the morning, everybody was late coming. Same thing. <coughs> yeah. Or Chris went to take Kim in the airport. Oh. Nearly a one and a half hour from the airport. They were going to the Crown Valley. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, this. Uh,